This is Renew on the Joy Podcast Network with your hosts, Rachel and Lee. This is actually a really exciting time for us. So exciting. Yeah. Do you want to tell them the news? Well, I mean, I just showed up at the station today and Justin's in here and he's saying, okay, guys. I want you to like click this button, do this, do this, do this, because today is your very first podcast episode. So I know we've mentioned this in passing on the show before. Still going to be available if you're someone who tunes in every Saturday while you're, you know, headed out to the market or whatever you're doing you will still find us here. Yeah. So the great thing about technology is that, you know, we can be on radio, but this is also recorded for podcasts. So if you are not a radio listener, or if you know somebody who just, you know, likes the show, but doesn't have time on Saturday to listen right at 10 a.m., let them know that they can catch Renew anytime Anytime now. Anytime they want. Yes. So that's that's the exciting part. And, you know, we'll still have all the good stuff talking about all the things and doing life together mm-hmm. in this show. So speaking of which, Rachel, tell tell us how you've been. What's- um, well, I brought in this little thing because I wanted to show you. Do you ever wake up and then the day doesn't go as planned? Oh, yeah. So I went <laughs> out. I was all ready to come here to start my car and uh-huh. it wouldn't start. And I'm like, oh. Oh, um, no. I left a light on last night. I will take the blame because we were looking for something as we were getting out of the car a little bit later last night. Uh-huh. And so it didn't start. But who does? Who hasn't so done that? This was Everybody one of my Christmas that. gifts. Okay. Yeah. This little box. Do you know what it is? It well, is you know, a booster. Have you ever seen one? I like have. This small. It's yeah. so cool. It, guys, it's like smaller than an iPad. And you just clicking your booster cables and... It worked today. So look at that. I can do hard things. So look at you, mechanic. (laughs) Mechanic Rachel. I wish I would. Okay. I wish I knew all the things, but I don't. So always having an old car, you never know what the battery life is going to be like. So I've had to have so many boosts on my vehicle Mm -hmm. and somebody actually had that in their vehicle and pulled it out and helped me out. Yeah. So, but yeah, I do have booster cables. This was honestly one of my favorite Christmas gifts just because Mm -hmm. I am such a practical person if you didn't know that now you know I'm very practical so yeah I love this little thing um I know that we like to start the show asking you know what made you smile Mm -hmm. what made you smile this week or over the past couple weeks because it's been a little bit since we've connected well I I think actually getting to the end of the week has made me smile and they're not saying that I had a bad week it's just been so busy because I've been picking berries and picking berries and picking berries and now it's like I'm almost done picking berries so that's made me smile but also just to know that I've accomplished Mm -hmm. so so much so I mean as it may be a little thing but sometimes it is the little things you know yes so how about you Rachel okay I need to tell you guys if you're traveling throughout well the next couple weeks or whenever I was in Moncton last week for the whole stinking week my favorite part of it was this little bakery I I texted my brother because he knows of all the places you should go Mm. for yummy treats or food or I mean his jam is coffee coffee is not really mine but so I'm like Jordan I'm in Moncton where do I go he said, you can't leave without going to Boulangerie Tony 
and it's a bakery in Dieppe. If you are in the area, you need to go. That's all I'm going to say. If you're friends with me on social media, you know that I like overposted about it the day that I was there. (laughs) Must be good. It was, yes, because it was so good. Mm. Anyways, little treats that taste so, so good bring me so much joy so that made me smile i got this he had told me if they have a cruffin or a cronut that is what you need to get so they had one cruffin left a cruffin so it's a croissant yeah that is like a muffin and this one i guess they do them differently each day or week but it had like a coffee cream in it and on top it looked amazing and it tasted amazing i can't say anything more about it except for the fact that you guys have to go there and honestly yes. like it's it's nice to, when you're traveling to go somewhere mm-hmm. the little local nuggets that yes. are there are the places to visit right yeah. so and i will say this because i mentioned that i'm practical another um little nugget that you can know about me is that i am quite frugal quite frugal this place is you are splurging but it is worth every penny. Mm. Oh my gosh, it's so once. good. I am looking forward to the show today. Uh, do you know what we're going to be chatting about? We're going to be chatting about all the things. I'm going to leave it at that. I'm looking forward to it. Well, friends, we have a tendency about talking of all the things here on Renew. And today I was asking Lee, just as I entered the studio, what do you think you're going to be sharing today on the show? And she said impatience. So I was like, are we talking about gardening or the fact that (laughs) no, (laughs) or the fact that a lot of us need more patience in our lives. So if you know me and a lot of people know me about gardening, even okay. So my husband isn't on social media, but well, he is, but he doesn't really post much. And it says something when he found this post that, um, he had to post about me about killing plants like I'm so not allowed to touch plants so this is not about the plant of impatience this is being very impatient are you impatient oh Rachel I would yeah especially in parenting okay yeah because in my head I'm like why do I have to ask you more than once I'm sure my parents thought the same thing when they talked to me right yeah yeah um yeah nothing shows me my lack of patience more than parenting Mm -hmm. well and with with kids like I don't know I think my first two I had more patience but as I grow older it's like mm-hmm. it's gone I don't know where it is because my younger two I, I now, have no, impa- no patience something that's coming to mind though you know what I do have patience with what's that I do like I have a heavy foot have a heavy <laughs> foot when I'm driving but I have a deep respect for people who are older than me mm-hmm. and sometimes we can get frustrated when someone is slow in front oh, of us. Oh, yes. Right? Yes. But if my eye catches that it is someone who could be my grandmother mm-hmm. or my friend's grandmother or grandfather, I usually have more patience for and for that type of situation. Let's go the other way, too, because my kids have just started driving mm-hmm. and driving on their own and learning to drive. I, If I see somebody who seems like a little younger, mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm freaking them out by tailgating them or something right. like that because they're they're really scared. They're trying to drive yeah. slow and be responsible and stuff. And yeah. it's like, you know, sometimes it's just gonna, Perspective changes everything, It really right? does, yeah. So we were at, at church. Um, there was this little devotional that we were doing and it was about impatience and and. The story that it started off with, do you remember when Moses went up to Mount Sinai to get the tablets of the Ten Commandments? Right. Mm-hmm. 
Okay, so what did they do while waiting for Moses? What did the did Israelites they not complain? do? Yeah, they did, but they did something even more blasphemous. What did they do? They took all their gold and melted oh, it that's down. Right. And um, made Who a wants golden to get calf. Rid of their gold? <laughs> to make a golden calf, right? Yeah. But anyways, they didn't want to wait for Moses to come down. They they were waiting to hear well, from God. I think in that moment my little non-theological opinion would be that they didn't just do that to be jerks. No. They absolutely. did that because they, they thought, thought it was best. Yeah. They thought, okay, you know what? This is going to work. Yeah. I think this is going to work. Yeah. So they didn't want to wait for Moses. It's the control thing again, yeah, right? Absolutely. So they took matters into their own hands. It, it's hard to wait. Do you like waiting? Do you like waiting in line? Are you one of those people that go into the grocery store and look for the shortest line? Okay, yes, I do. And do but you switch then lines? I, I think it was, um, do you remember me referencing something like The Ruthless Elimination of Hurry? No. That book. And, Anyways. Okay, so I'm pretty sure that's where I heard this challenge. It said to find the longer line. And stay in it. Why would you ever and, do and that? And try and stay off your phone. Because we are living in a time where everything is now, 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 now. Uh -huh. And we need to train ourselves to slow down. And so it was talking about ways that you can kind of train yourself to mm -hmm. slow down. Little practices to slow down and maybe, maybe work on your patience, right? right? And not being so angry and irritated when something holds you up, right? I find frustration comes out of impatience too because, um, for example, when you're waiting to heal or when you're waiting for an appointment to come to you mm -hmm. or when you're, like, lately my friend um, who's very, very, very pregnant, yeah. she had to wait for her baby to come. She's 42 weeks and she's still waiting and I can see just being impatient that way. But it's really hard to wait, right? And you say, yeah. sometimes it's injustice. Why don't I have a doctor? Why do I have to wait forever to get this doctor? Mm -hmm. But we try to take matters into our own hands. And if we rush into our own ways, we'll likely make a mess of things. Yeah. Because if you're praying to God for something, for something to happen, and something hasn't happened, and maybe for a couple of years it hasn't happened, mm -hmm. you're, you know... I would want to take things into my own hands and try yes. to do things. But then I know that God has a better plan Yes, for me, yeah. right? And we just have to wait on him. So the the thing that I'm, I'm a very visual person. So the thing that I think about is when you're walking on a path, you want to walk with God. Mm -hmm. You don't want to race God. Right. You're not going to win if you get there first. Right. Right. So walk with God, not past him, not mm -hmm. racing him. And another thing is like be in his presence. When you're racing God and getting ahead of him, you're not in his presence. Mm -hmm. If you are walking with God, you are in his presence and he can work with you then. And also like being impatient is like praying, 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 but then wanting to take control you're mm -hmm. you're taking it away from him it's like giving god this toy car to fix and then saying never mind i'm gonna do it mm -hmm. and then making a total mess of it right right so yeah there's just um have you heard the phrase blessings comes to those who wait yes 
good things come to those who wait. Yeah. Do you believe that? I mean, yes, because I do think good things are always on the way. Yeah. And also, I think um, God's timing. There's mm-hmm. so many things that God has in store for us, but some of us miss our blessing because we are too impatient to wait for it. We have the assurance from the Bible that God will give us everything that he has promised, but he will do so in his timing. And you know, time and time again, we say um, on our show that we remind everybody of God's promises, mm-hmm. but it doesn't mean that you're going to get it right now. It yeah. means he's going to give it to you when it's right, right. for you. So keep asking because the Bible keeps telling us to ask and seek and knock, but that doesn't mean it's immediate answer, right? Right. <clears throat> and one of my favorite verses, Isaiah thir- Isaiah forty thirty one. Do you know this one? It is, but they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings as eagles. They shall run and not be weary, and they shall walk and not faint. That is so, so good. Yes. So we were just talking about, um, you know, being impatient, but how do we become patient? Uh, And, you know, we try to give something practical. Yes. On the show. Well, you know, I told you with (laughs) gifts and everything, I'm all about let's, let's make it practical. How do we put this to work? Right? Right. So I have four things. So you actually have, you think that this can help us be more patient? I think so. And you kind of alluded to one of them. Do you remember what it was? Slowing down? Being Uh, present? Well, okay. Um, (laughs) Releasing control. Oh, releasing control. Yeah. Yes. Because again, we give it to God, we take it back. We give it to God, we take it back. Mm -hmm. Right? So just release that. Give it to him Mm -hmm. and he will do it in his time. Stop being impatient. Speaking of impatience, do you know that I have a sixth sense? No. Yeah. My sixth sense is whenever I'm waiting for something and... For example, if my husband's coming home and he's late or whatever, mm-hmm. and I just text him, are you are you coming home? Are you late? Because he hasn't texted me yet. And then as I'm doing that and hitting send, he's driving down the driveway. You know, or just stuff like that, that I'm waiting for something and I, I can't wait any longer. I reach out and then it happens. It's like, seriously? Anyways, yeah, so releasing control. The first thing that we must realize when we are tempted to be impatient is that we are not in control. No matter how much you try to be in control, you're not in control, especially when we're faced with a situation that we think requires a quick action. We are tempted to become become anxious and we wonder what God is doing. Mm-hmm. Have you, like, where's God, right? Have you? Oh my word, Yes. <laughs> But you know what? Oftentimes my prayer life goes like this. Like, God, I know you're doing something here. I know it. But can you help me get through this? Can Mm -hmm. you help me, like, help me trust you through this process? Because right now it doesn't feel good. Or right now it doesn't. Because the reality is if, if you're not waiting for something to work out, or if you're not waiting on God to do something for you like you're going to right like Mm -hmm. we all go through these seasons and and we say that but i mean living in canada can train us for seasons right (laughs) yeah um but we do where we really need to rely on god 
So there's sometimes that like you might be going through life and you're like, you know what? Things are pretty good right now. Like mm-hmm. God is good, but you are going to need him. And you're probably going to go through a season where you're questioning like, what is going on here? Yeah. I've done this, this, and this. And yet I got this crap diagnosis. Yeah. Yeah. Or I'm going through this hard thing. So, I mean, you talk about letting go of control and stuff. That's really, really hard. Oftentimes, my prayer life is like, God, I thought I gave this to you. Yeah, yeah. Here I am again. Please take this and keep it. Like, But we, we got to remember that what God wants what's good for us. Mm-hmm. And what's good for us maybe is to wait. Mm-hmm. And I mean... We already know that he's going to work things out because God's word says that all things work together for good mm-hmm. to them that love God and are called to his purpose. And that's in Romans 8, 28. So just, and that's always a good scripture yeah. to pray yeah. to, right? To like up your faith, yeah. up your belief. Up, it's just, it's good to be reminded, like, like I said, God, I don't know what's going yeah. on here, but I'm trusting you. Like, I yeah. know you're at work. So here's another thing. So number two that you had mentioned is to remain still. Mm-hmm. Remain still. So it takes faith to move, but it takes faith to remain still. Remaining still doesn't mean do nothing. Okay. But being still in God's presence is about having an attitude of obedience and reliance on his will and not yours. So for all of those control freaks out there like myself, it's not all about you, okay? Mm-hmm. Rely on his will and not yours. So, number three, recognize his blessings. Because if you, the, the thing about being impatient is you're, ner- or you're anxious about it's not going to happen, it's not going to happen, I need to make it happen. Whereas if you go back to his blessings, you know that he has come through. And even if he doesn't come through the way you want it, he's giving you what is good for you so we when we are impatient we tend to focus on all of the negatives of the situation right we wonder if god will really come through for us we fuss about how bad the situation is we come we become stressed about things we cannot control and getting back to the control yeah give it up give it to him right (laughs) give it up give it up folks it's not all about you So, okay, the last one, fourth. Remember his good works. And Mm -hmm. we had just said that God wants what's good for us. Mm -hmm. So, has God ever come through to you in the past? Like, can you give an example? God worked it all together for good? Yeah. Oh, my word, yes. Yeah. I think the biggest thing, because... God tells us so many times in scripture to remember, 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 mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Because we have a tendency to forget, 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 forget. Well, look at the Israelites. All of the times that yeah. God has come through and worked together. Yeah. All the things out. He worked all the things out. So I would have to say for me, um, I wouldn't even say it's the most recent thing, but it's the one that is very hard to forget. It's just my work situation and mm. how um, throughout the pandemic and all of that jazz you know god worked it all together for good and i've been blessed with just such a great office and i've i've had clients like god has been just an amazing provider when it all could have fell apart and so my example is you know my friend that i was telling you about uh, that was 42 weeks pregnant Mm -hmm. (laughs) well they were going to induce her and then she had her induction appointment 
canceled because of the lack of nurses and stuff. So we're like, what in the world? Praying, everybody's praying, going through the prayer chain and everything, waiting on God. You know, she could have sat on the doorstep of the hospital until they let her in. But no, we were praying, waiting on God. And the next day she went into labor herself, not needing to be induced. So awesome. like he, he saved her from having to, you know, take those drugs to be induced. She went on her own, which is even better. Yeah. So God knows what's good for us. And I just want to say, when we forget what God has done for us in the past, we are quick to do our own thing and follow our own logic. But if we remember that God is faithful, then we will be able to wait patiently and, you know, we'll have peace, mm-hmm. peace about it with the Lord. So yes. Bless him. Okay, Lee. So you spoke about not having enough enough patience mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and some practical ways on how to develop our patience, right. right? To grow our patience, to get better with that. Um, while you were chatting, I looked up um, kind of practical ways because you mentioned being present, mm-hmm. slowing down, being present. And I keep thinking about the grocery line scenario of how I always want to get through the fastest line. I really do because typically there's a place where I need to be, right? Right, right. Or I just want to get home. Can can (laughs) I just tell a a short story about the grocery line? So you know you are Chinese when your mom, when when I was a kid, my mom would tell me, okay, go stand in line. I just got to get a few more items and then I'll be there. And then... I'm like, well, what if what if we get there and, and you're not there yet? So I've had to let people ahead of me. Oh, mom's not here yet. Go ahead. Mom's not here. It's like, I must, how embarrassing I must is have that? A little a little bit of Asian in me because I've done that. <laughs> I have done that to my kids. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> okay. Anyways, grocery line short. So okay, I yeah. was. I guess I'm just kind of focused in. Maybe God is trying to tell me something about slowing down and being present and I looked up how to how to keep God present in our day Mm -hmm. and you know so here are some practical tips because I want to okay I want to share five ways to keep God in your everyday and maybe you've heard this phrase before um make sure you let the word in before Mm -hmm. you let the world in in Mm. and i think that would be such a good way for us to live our lives right Mm -hmm. and i go through seasons and maybe the season is just a couple days where i do really good at that right right i'll let the word in spend some time with god before i let the world in um but I can fall off track real fast, and real fast. I think also something to note that's really important about that is you can't let the word in if you're not in the word. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So it's, I think it's really important yes. to know God's promises and what he's telling us and his yeah. instruction book for life. And here's the thing. Scripture tells us, I believe it's in Matthew, maybe 621, for where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. Mm-hmm. And so maybe this is just a reminder, not only for me, but for some of you, that it's it's time to dig out the Bible app. Or your mm. Bible and have it ready to go, whether it's just, you know, a couple minutes. I know with my lifestyle, it's hard to take like a chunk of time in the morning. I'm not, 
I'm a slow moving person in the morning, not grouchy, just slow. So, I mean, I don't believe God is mad at us that we don't take an hour every morning right. or even a half hour, right? But I do believe that it matters spending time with God. Mm-hmm. So, number one, don't beat yourself up. God still loves you. If you didn't talk to him today, if you didn't open your Bible yet, you know, the day is not done, right? Yeah, yeah. But God is such a loving father who simply wants to spend time with us, mm-hmm. right? Because he has a plan and purpose for our lives. Here's here's a personal challenge I have. Um, if you are in the word and let's say you only have five or 10 minutes or something and you're reading something and then that's that. Mm-hmm. Or if, for example, you're in the lineup mm-hmm. and you have your Bible app and you're just reading until you reach your turn. Sometimes I feel guilty doing that because I feel like it's not sinking in. When I read the Bible, I want to sit down for like a half an hour to an hour so I can learn. I mean, you can do that. Uh, When you said if it's not sinking in, there's been times when I'm reading my devotions and I'll I'll go to the scripture and I read it and it's like, I don't even know what I just read. So (laughs) read it again. Don't really know. Sometimes... Maybe if there's other people that have a hard time focusing like me, because I mean, we're living in a world where it's, it's hard to have Mm -hmm. good focus, I think. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Just reread. It's no big deal. If, Mm -hmm. if today what you got out of the word was like one line. Yeah. Right. Maybe that's all you need. Maybe that one line is what you're going to keep reading for the next week, the next month. Because I'm feeling guilty that when you're saying like, just take five minutes and spend it in the word of God. And that five minutes, I'm like not getting anything, Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know, I need to spend an hour, but I don't have an hour. So what do you tell people? So here's number two is schedule time with God, Mm. right? Don't beat yourself up, Lee. Stop beating yourself (laughs) up. Okay. Number two is schedule time with God. Um, Because what gets on your schedule usually gets done. Mm -hmm. And I find in my line of work, um, for those who don't know, I do massage therapy. Most people need to schedule an appointment to get in, mm-hmm. right? It's yeah. it's rare that I'm like, oh, I've got an opening today. So <laughs> walk-ins, but right? Here's here's something that I've learned throughout the year, the years, is that if you have an appointment with me or if I have an appointment with someone mm. and it needs to be canceled, nine times out of ten, when it ta- when I'm like, Oh shoot, I'm not gonna be able to make that. Mm-hmm. I'll call, I'll reach out, email, whatever. I can't make that. Can we reschedule? Mm-hmm. So it's still going to get done, yes. right? You're still going to schedule. But if you don't schedule it, oftentimes time keeps ticking mm-hmm. and you look back and you're like, well, shoot. Yeah. Just, I did not get my teeth cleaned this year. I did not get in for my massage. Oh my word. I did not read my Bible this week. Yes. Right? Yes. So sometimes, not sometimes, all the time. I think scheduling is your best bet. And that's really important with relationships too, because when you are, you know, just bumping into a friend and saying, hey, we should have coffee. And then you never have coffee. I know. You know how that happens so often in my life. And I, oh, I hate that so much that, that I say those words that I'm like, oh, we should get together. And it it could be the same person. And you you see that every time you see them, I'm like, we should get together. We should get together. (laughs) And then you don't. Six months later, and it's hard because, like it you is. said, there's not a lot of time. Yeah. And actually, I'm gonna I'm gonna speak to that in a minute. But number three, don't limit yourself. Spending time with God isn't limited 
to the Instagram perfect photo mm. of an open Bible, a journal next to your bougie latte, right? <laughs> I don't it's even know so what that is. It's so much more than that. Like, although that sounds like when you see a picture of like yeah. someone reading a Bible, oh, they're in a hammock. Oh, that looks so nice. Yeah. But don't limit yourself. You can pray while you're running errands yeah. or cleaning, you know, write down all that he's done for you and thank God for all all of that yeah. right it does not have to be picture perfect timing scenario and whatever I, I think going through all of that and thinking to myself i can never get that like five minutes that's not going to mean anything mm-hmm. to me but honestly if i put god as a priority mm-hmm. if i put him as a priority i will schedule time with him i will go into the word even if i don't have time to kind of digest it i don't have to digest Every time I go into his word, Mm -hmm. you know, he will show me through things of his word. I just have to keep reading it. So Mm -hmm. I think that's the thing. Make it a priority to have for God. So speaking about time and spending it with God... Do you know that we spend time on the things we care about the most? Yes. Like oftentimes if you're wondering like, what do I really care about in life? Mm -hmm. If you look back on what you've done in the past week or the past month, I think that'll show you what what you really care about, what your priorities are. I must care a lot about jam. You must. (laughs) Or the byproduct of it. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. I think I... You know what? When you look at your time and where, what you've done with it, Mm -hmm. it can give you a lot of answers to questions that maybe you should be pondering, right? Yeah. And if you're not happy with what you discovered, then Mm -hmm. change it. Yeah. Yeah. So we've mentioned um, three, no, yeah, three ways so far to keep God in our everyday life. Number one, don't beat yourself up. Number two, schedule time with God. Number three, don't limit yourself to, you know, Mm -hmm. only spending time with God when things look good and feel good. Um, Number four, spend 10 minutes or spend an hour. It's a relationship, right? Mm -hmm. And um, you mentioned like maybe feeling bad if you're only taking five minutes, but I heard someone say once that they keep a book in their car and they'll read it like if they're dropping their kids off or Mm. whatever and they call it like the fringe like it's their fringe book and like the fringe hours the fringe minutes like Mm. whatever is kind of left over or the in between like these minutes that you that could go to waste but they're like no I'm gonna I'm gonna read and it's interesting how sometimes you can accomplish those things faster than what you thought you'd ever Mm -hmm. accomplish them, right? So um, not that you want to give God your fringe time, right? Like God deserves so much more than just the leftovers or the stuff that could be wasted. But the thing is, is time with God is never wasted. So yeah, 10 minutes or an hour, it's a relationship. Some days you'll spend more than others. Mm -hmm. That's okay because going back to number one, don't beat yourself up. Mm Mm-hmm. 
And quite honestly, you will find sometimes, because sometimes when I'm in the car and yeah, I could just put on my Spotify, Mm -hmm. I can just turn on the radio and we're not asking you to turn off the radio to Mm -hmm. not listen to us. Yes. But here's (laughs) the thing. But the thing is like, I sometimes have to turn off everything while I'm in the car because I want to spend time with God. Yes. And what I wanted to say before I jump to the next step is make sure that when you're spending time with God, it's your, like you're giving God your undivided attention. Mm. That is like gold, right? Mm -hmm. That is going to matter most. That's going to, I feel like, make the most impact, Mm -hmm. right? Because you mentioned like, oh, I feel like if I were to pull up the Bible app in the grocery line because it's like five, Mm -hmm. like it's just five minutes, whatever. And But I'm not focused. Well, yeah, maybe that's not the best mm. place for that, right. for, for you, right? right? But someone else might get it. But are you giving God your undivided mm-hmm. attention? I mean, there might be something there for you when you're reading through scripture. But I just think for the most impact, you're really wanting God to mm-hmm. work in your life. Give God some undivided attention. Yeah. yeah. Number five, this is the final one before I move on. Give friends permission to ask about your time with God. I love this because accountability is key with all things in life, right? Yes. And it's easy to make excuses when it comes to commitments, right? Especially when they're not spoken out loud. But if you're serious about spending more time in the Word, spending more time with God, then tell your your good friends, um, you know what? I think it'd be fun, even if you have a really good friend that's not a believer, say, I'm trying to lean in and and learn more about God, you know? And that might be a, a great way of witnessing and being like, just ask them to to be accountable. Like, I would love for you to keep me accountable and maybe the next time we're together or when you feel led, like fire me off a message asking me what I'm learning mm-hmm. about God or how God's working in my life. You know, what's another feature in the Bible app that's really awesome that you can practice, like the practicality of that is when you look for a devotion, when you're doing your plans, you can actually share it with a friend. Yeah, So you that's can cool. both be doing it at the same time. So yeah, you're keeping each other accountable to make sure that you're doing that every day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just think letting people check in, giving, give, giving them mm-hmm. that permission to check in. It can, it can move us forward. Yeah, absolutely. Right? In the best of ways. Okay. So, something else I wanted to talk about today. Mm-hmm. Um, have you ever heard? You've heard about Harvest Conference, right? In Quispamsis at King's Church? I think so, yeah. I've gone like most of the years that they've had it. Well, they just announced who the speaker is this year. Well, who one of the guest speakers is. And it is Lisa Whittle. Yeah, no. and look, you know who Lisa is I Whittle know, can you imagine? Now. Wow. Um, so I am. I need to register for that conference because I am going this, this year. It's in October. I don't know the date, but if you don't know who Lisa Whittle is, now you've heard her name, go look her up. She's written some books and she's had a podcast that I've listened to for years. It started out as, I believe it was called the Five Word, pra- Five Word Prayer Podcast daily or something like that i think she even wrote a book about that but just actually we were just talking about you know sometimes you don't have a lot of time Mm -hmm. sometimes you don't have a lot of mental capacity to bring these big elaborate prayers to the lord um 
but she started this podcast encouraging people to just like sometimes it's just five words you mm-hmm. know god give me strength today there i just made one up there right you go. and then just focus on that and mm. so then that has moved on i believe it changed to jesus over everything and so i was just reminded of um Lisa Whittle, when I heard her name and I thought, you know what, I think I have a plan in my Bible app by her. So I went back and I started to do it again. And I mean, if you've been with us since the beginning of the show today, I mentioned that my life has been kind of chaotic this summer. This summer has felt different. Mm. I mean, there's still a lot of good happening. It just has felt different, but it has felt a bit chaotic. And this Jesus over everything study, it says five days to calm your chaos. So mm. I was like, you know what? Okay, I'm I'm taking these little nuggets. I'm going on a scavenger hunt. Lisa Whittle here, chaos here. Like all, I'm connecting the dots and it's relevant for me. So I wanted to um, share a little bit about what I read in that devotional. So Lisa Whittle shares on this five-day plan on the Bible app um, about clearing out what is unnecessary. And before, you know, decluttering and all of that became quite, it's a trend now. I feel like I hear about it a lot. The thing is, she knew firsthand about the struggle with a crowded closet. (laughs) Years ago, um... Through a series of events, God prompted her to do a one-year shopping fast. Have you ever done a shopping fast? No. You haven't? Um, oh, my. I did that a couple years ago, a shopping fast That's for scary. three months. I mean, girl, you still get your groceries. You still get your necessities. Yeah. But there is no retail therapy going on. Oh I mean, goodness. unless, you know, grocery shopping is retail therapy. But You know how bad that is when that actually scares you? I think I really need to look at my life again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Anyways, yeah. Yeah. So it wasn't just that she had physical excess, Mm -hmm. right? Not too much stuff in her closets. It was that shopping had become a good numbing tactic. Mm. And I think that happens for a lot of us, right? Mm -hmm. I, I love that she uses this word. It became a substitute savior. Oh, yes. You know what I mean? Okay. Sometimes those little things that we go to instead mm-hmm. of going to God, mm-hmm. we're looking for someone to just save us mm. in the moment, like something to save our sanity, right? Um, when you're feeling sad, overwhelmed, or even happy, or trying to take back some type of control, we mentioned that um, it seems harmless compared to the other vices, but it can often slip through the cracks and become something really big, right? Mm-hmm. So, running to something to fix me more than running to God. Like, mm-hmm. that's that's the thing. There there was always another, a shirt, another, you know, decorative pillow, anything mm-hmm. like that. Um, something else new that she would want or think she needed. The cycle of complication it caused and the craving that lied to regret then guilt was real and never ending, right? Like it's Mm -hmm. just this cycle of 
I need this, but then you feel bad about it, mm-hmm. right? You feel good and then you feel bad. And then and then you got to get something else to feel yes. good. And the trade that we make for the temporary reprieve instead of the lasting solution of Jesus, mm-hmm. looking after our soul, is it's just never worth it. Mm-hmm. So... Do you relate? Can you relate? I can. And I want to put a challenge out there for everybody. I want you to go through your house and I want you to find things that you can live without. And by the end of the day, I swear you will have a pile. Well, you know what, though? When I'm feeling overwhelmed, Mm -hmm. I don't always grab a bag and declutter, but I get rid of something. I throw something out. Mm -hmm. I throw something in the donation. I now have a donation bag in my my basement that is just always on the go. Yeah. makes me feel better when I get rid of something yeah. and there's still a lot in my house to get rid of don't yeah. get me wrong but it does make me feel so much better and stop replacing mm-hmm. when you get rid of something don't replace it with something else yes you know or even for me because I kind of hoard clothes too if I'm buying a new shirt get rid of another one get rid of another yes. one that is my rule now mm-hmm. yes yeah so I just I just wanted to finish off her devotional, I'll just read it. For you, it might not be a swiped debit card. Maybe it's binging Netflix or food, turning to alcohol or an addiction to social media or your phone, mm-hmm. you know, anything. All of us can accumulate heart clutter that needs to go. The real calming of our chaos will not come from pretending our lives away, but instead it will come from asking ourselves, what are my idols? And being honest when we are faced with the answer. Most of us already know. We know because they are where we automatically run to, Mm. right? We know because they are where we spend the most of our time and money. We mentioned that earlier, Mm -hmm. right? Where we spend our time, like that's our precious commodity. Yes. So we know because God has possibly already been speaking to our hearts about putting him over all of the other things that we've been running to. We just haven't wanted to let them go. So next thing to do, soul search. I want, you know, just, I I need to do it too. Mm -hmm. I need to find out what I do, my immediate go-to when I need to wind down, when I need to calm down, what do I do? Mm -hmm. And I have an idea of what it is, which I really need to fix. Yeah. So, yeah. Something you can ask yourself, where do you run when you are sad, scared, angry, or trying to take control of your life? And what would happen if you fasted from the go-to, you know, for six weeks? Yeah. Even a week. Yeah, yeah. Um, Would God's voice in your life become a little bit more clear? Mm Mm-hmm. I think so. The Lord offers to us the same solution for long-term help and healing as he did to the Israelites back in the day of Joshua. As they desperately needed help, throw the idols out and turn to the Lord, right? Mm. We started the show, you were talking about how the Israelites were not patient. Mm -hmm. They built their golden calf because they wanted the control, but throw the idols out and turn to the Lord. This was and is the formula for settling our lives just as the israelites made the determination to do exactly that it must be our determination as well it is the decluttering that will give us lasting help i just want to pray um as we finish our first podcast um but just that this would happen in our Mm -hmm. lives right that we would be able to clear and calm the chaos so pray with me friends 
Father, I want no idols in my life. I want no substitute saviors. I am tired of running to the things that don't fix me. Heal me or help me, God. I need you and I want you to calm the chaos in my life. But in order to do that, I have to face what I'm running to instead of you. Will you help me, God? I call on your name right now to show me the things that need to go. And I ask you to give me the courage and the strength to clean that out. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. And I just love all those little nuggets that we had talked about throughout the show. I'm glad that you're able to join us. Thank you for sharing our very first podcast and radio um, online here. Kind of a dual thing. Yes. And yeah, so if you ever need to reach out to us, ask us questions, or just share your story, we're always looking forward to that. Mm -hmm. Find us on social media. And hey, if you've enjoyed this show, now I can honestly say, share it with a friend. So thank you again to Justin for making this possible all the technology stuff yeah, you know we, don't know we would be so lost without <laughs> yeah. him so when I say share it with a friend um, I'm not sure what button to hit or anything like that yet but it's coming I, it's I, coming I believe, we will teach you yeah I believe it's going on joyfm.ca on our website I look up shows and, and I believe our podcast will be there but be patient because it might not be there immediately <laughs> be blessed friends have a great week You are listening to Renew with Rachel and Lee. Subscribe to Renew and for more podcasts on the Joy Podcast Network, please head to joyfm.ca.